You're listening to a message from Gateway Church Geelong. We hope it blesses you. For more information about Gateway, visit gc.org.au. Welcome, everyone. (laughs) Have you ever had one of those moments when you've gone into the shop because you need to exchange an item of clothing? And as you begin to explain, you stumble over your words, your face gets red, and the shop assistant's looking at you like you're not telling the truth. (laughs) Then, of course, you begin to break out in a sweat. And then, even then, they may even call the manager over. And then they ask for the receipt. And before you left home, you know that you had it, but now you cannot find it. I can't tell you, the pressure is worse than in being in the checkout line at an Audi store and trying to get your items of, into your trolley as fast as you can. <laughs> and when the exchange takes place and you leave the shop and you go home, you are so relieved and exhausted, you need to have a nap. <laughs> I'm most sure most of us have experienced needing to exchange something at the shops. We also know how to exchange things with each other, with our families, our friends, maybe our neighbours and workmates. It could be things like ideas or tips, food, clothes, furniture or tools. Children know how to exchange things. They go to school and exchange footy cards, toys and games with their friends. We often exchange the old for the new with like our cars or phones. So there's many different things that we make exchanges with. And around this particular time, we know how to exchange gifts with each other. This morning, I want to share with you about making exchanges. So what does the word exchange mean? It means an act of giving one thing and receiving another. So it means to swap, switch and change. We know how to make exchanges with each other. But what about with God? Are there exchanges that take place when we come to him? Yes, there is. His exchanges change our lives. Look at the amazing exchange of salvation. When we accept Jesus, when we give our life to him, what do we get back? We exchange sin for righteousness. We exchange death for life. We exchange if we're feeling guilty or blame with his forgiveness and his mercy. And we exchange separation for a relationship with him. We now become children of the Most High God. What happens when we come into his presence? Can we expect an exchange to take place? Yes, we can. Are there times where we need to exchange with God? Yes, we do. When we come to him, he makes room for exchanges to take place. We don't need to show a receipt or a proof of purchase. We can come just as we are. We don't need to prove ourselves because he accepts us as we are. And that's what I love about being, about being with God and being in his presence. We can come to him with something in our life that may need fixing or changing We may have questions, we may have challenging situations or there might be attitudes that we need to have a look at or a type of behaviour. 
And he can come and exchange it with his hope, with something that is real, with something that we may need at that time. He can exchange it for healing or restoration or breakthrough. Many exchanges take place on this journey with our God. And I'm sure there are many testimonies in this room. He exchanges brokenness for wholeness. You can look at that in Psalm 147 verse 3. He exchanges loneliness with relationship and friends. He exchanges shame for worth. Song of Solomon 2 verses 4. He exchanges uncertainty for confidence. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. He exchanges mourning for dancing. Psalm 30, 11 verse 12. And I could sing the song, but I won't. If you are unsure of this, let me encourage you that God loves and cares for you and creates room for exchanges to take place. And the Psalms have many examples of this. Is there something that comes to your mind that you need this morning to exchange with God? Let me encourage you to be open to Holy Spirit. Because in his presence, he brings hope, restoration and healing. Isaiah 55, 8 to 9 says this, My thoughts, this is God speaking, are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. What could be some things we can exchange with God? We may need to exchange our way of handling a situation for his strategy. Maybe the way we're trying to sort out a situation just isn't working. We may have different strategies or ways, but it doesn't seem like the situation is changing for the better. We can come to him with that situation or issue. And he exchanges our ways for his ways, his truth and his perspective. And he shows us and he guides us. It may be something like just using a different tone when we talk to a particular person. Maybe he's being smiling and being encouraging. It might be when spending time with someone, actually actively listening to them when it's about an interest that you have no interest in. And I'm not one for sport, but my husband it is. So I make sure I try to actively listen. As we continue to take steps towards God and implement what he shows us, we are allowing his ways to become our ways. He makes room for exchanges to take place because his ways are higher than our ways. We may need to exchange a particular thinking pattern letting go of the way we see ourselves if it doesn't line up with what God says about us, letting go of the way we may see other people or letting go of certain expectations. And sometimes this can be hard to do, the letting go. But as we keep coming to God, the author and the perfecter of our faith, and implement what he shows us, we allow his thoughts to become our thoughts. Suddenly we know we have a lot to offer and we deserve good things and that God doesn't have favourites. Suddenly we have a different perspective on a particular person which allows us to interact with them differently. We begin to adjust our expectations in light of new information from God. 
He makes room for exchanges to take place because his thoughts are not like our thoughts. We may need to exchange our plans for his plans. We may need direction and purpose. And I know at this time of year can be a real time of reflection. Do I need to make changes? Do I need to look at the current job that I'm in? Do I need to look at maybe doing study? Do I look at maybe starting a relationship? Maybe the course we have set ourselves isn't working out how we planned. We can come to God. We may need to make an exchange and lean into the God who says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. As we continue to take steps towards God and implement what he shows us, we allow his plans to become our plans. And there is great joy in this. He makes room for exchanges to take place because his plans are not our plans. You know, years ago when I was in Bible college, I was hanging around this group of friends and I began to notice a particular boy in the group. And I thought, oh, I think I like you. So I did what every good person does and I went to God and had a conversation. And I said, you know, God, what are you thinking? You know, could this be the man? And I felt a very gentle no. And I thought, oh, was that a maybe? <laughs> so I thought, okay. Right then I had a decision to make. Was I going to exchange my plans for God's plans? What was I going to do in this situation with God's instruction? So I thought, okay, God, I've just got to trust you. Did that mean my feelings went away for this person straight away? No, it didn't. In fact, probably about one or two months later, I went to God again and said, are you sure? And he said, gently, no. But you know what? He gave me the grace and he gave me the confidence to know that I could trust him and he had the good, best plan for my life in regards to relationship. Did I then have to wait for a long time? Yes, but you know what? There is great joy when you make that exchange between what we think we know what to do and what's best and what is actually best with God giving us his best plans, his best purposes and his best ways for our lives. We may need to exchange lack for his provision and supply. And it just reminds me of that story of the little boy who brought his lunch to Jesus. His five loaves and two fish. You know, there was a great crowd that Jesus had been teaching to. And suddenly they were all quite hungry. And this little boy came and brought his lunch. And that little became so much as he exchanged it with Jesus. And the miraculous began to outpour and bless other people. When we bring something to God, it may seem little. But as we exchange our little, so much much can happen because of the miraculous God that we serve and then our ways become his his ways become our ways sorry and our lack becomes plenty in his hands look at the exchanges that took that take place with the food pantry an exchange to see God's supply and goodness and some of them even came to carols and heard about Jesus. This opened the door for the greatest exchange to take place. Let me encourage you as we exchange what we think is little, what, as we exchange things that may be questions or uncertainty, God comes with his joy, with his supply, with his deliverance, with his righteousness, with his healing to bring those things into our hearts and our lives. 
He is the God of exchanges. We may need to exchange fear for his peace. I know we have times when we experience fear. For example, I don't like spiders and they give me a fright. But there are times when the fear is overwhelming and we are not sure what to do. We don't know how to proceed. We don't know how to overcome it. It can stop us from moving forward. What does 2 Timothy 1.7 say? For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. In fact, I want you to say that with me. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Amen. So if you come to God when experiencing fear of some kind, firstly, we can be sure that it doesn't come from God. And, most, and not, not only that, he has given us love, power and a sound mind or a disciplined mind. Secondly, if we're experiencing fear, we can exchange it for God's peace. Philippians 4, 7 says, Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds or surpasses anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. His peace surpasses all understanding, all questions, all doubts. It just surpasses anything that we may be thinking because his peace is so miraculous. This peace doesn't need an explanation. It just washes over us and calms our fears. It calms our anxiety and it calms our mind. His peace impacts our body. It calms our racing hearts. It slows our pulse. And it allows us to think clearly and it allows us to make a decision. You know, the disciples experienced this exchange of fear for his peace. Jesus and the disciples had been going throughout the villages and towns and Jesus had been speaking to the crowds. And in Luke 8, 24, he says this, One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A school came down on the lake, so the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Let's look at the difference between Jesus and the disciples in this situation. The disciples were feeling scared and stressed. You can actually imagine their fear and their anxiety. Their adrenaline would have been pumping. We are in a confined space. The waves are crashing in on us. We are not safe. The wind is fierce and we can't see clearly. What are we going to do? What are we going to do in this situation? We could lose our lives. And then there's Jesus. Fast asleep with his head on a pillow. Completely calm and at rest. Despite the wind, despite the waves, And despite the storm, these were two completely different 
reactions to the situation. So the disciples went and woke Jesus and then he got up and he rebuked the storm and then there was complete calm. The natural and the waves now mirrored Jesus. The waves and the natural now mirrored Jesus. They were now calm. And the waves became smooth. This is the supernatural power of the peace of God. Even nature nature looks to him and bows to him and mirrors if he says the word. This is what the peace of God does. It calms and it quietens. Those disciples exchanged fear for the calm. Now the disciples have the opportunity to also mirror Jesus and allow his peace, calm and rest to settle on them and change their thoughts. We have the opportunity in our lives to mirror Jesus who is the Prince of Peace. And we can also walk in that calmness and we can also walk in his rest because of who he is. Jesus was able to rest and sleep in the storm because he is peace. And now his disciples experience this peace. Jesus' ability to calm storms both externally and internally provides a powerful example of the peace we can experience when we come into his presence. Jesus said to his disciples in John 14, 27, I think we already heard this this morning, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I not, do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. This morning, God is encouraging us. We can be also in the same posture as Jesus. We can mirror Jesus this morning. And during this year, if you've had troubles coming, coming up to the end of this year, whatever you may be going through, this morning, the Holy Spirit wants to let you know we can mirror the very person of Jesus Christ and we can be calm. We can be at rest. We do not need to fear because Jesus is on our side. Jesus is with us. Jesus is the Prince of Peace and He lives and dwells inside of us. So we can walk in that same peace because He is with us. The peace of God that He offers means that even if we're in a difficult situation, we can be content. We can still experience joy and rest and hope and calm because of who He is. He is in control this morning. Our finances aren't in control of us. Jesus is in control of us and His peace is with us. We do not need to fear. We can trust Him with our hearts, with our lives, with what we're going through, with our families, because He is the Prince of Peace. You know, years ago, I was driving down a road in Adelaide And as I was driving down this hill in Adelaide, suddenly this immense fear came on me. And it took me by surprise because I just wasn't expecting it. It And it was actually so overwhelming that it took me a minute or two to process, you know, what is actually going on here? So then I thought, okay, what do I do? do? This this is just so overwhelming. I'm, I'm actually scared and I'm not someone who normally gets scared. 
And so I thought, okay, I'm just going to have to start praying in tongues. So I just began to pray in tongues and said, God, help me. I don't know what's going on. And in that moment, I had the opportunity to exchange that fear for the calm and the rest and the presence of our Lord and Saviour. It didn't mean that the fear went away straight away, but it then allowed me to make a decision. I thought, I know what, I actually have to turn my car around and go back up the hill. I don't know why, but I'm just going to trust what the Holy Spirit is telling me. So I turned the car around as soon as I could and went up the hill. And as I got to the top of the hill, the fear left. Thank goodness, because it was actually terrifying. But let me tell you, I exchanged that fear and I mirrored our Saviour. I mirrored the Prince of Peace and that fear left me in the name of Jesus. It's because who He is. It's who He wants to be in our hearts and our lives. We can exchange our fear for His rest and His calm and His peace today. Not tomorrow, today, because of who He is. He, his supernatural peace, it will change the atmosphere. It will quieten our minds. It will allow us to make good decisions because of who He is. And if there's anything in going on in your life right now and you need the peace of God, which is here today, you can make that exchange with Him because He wants you to be set free of it. He is peace. And He wants to surpass your thinking with His goodness, with His peace and with His love. The situation may not change, but His peace offers comfort and allows you to know with confidence that He is good and He is on your side and He will work things out for your good. His peace really does calm the raging storm. It certainly calmed my mind. And I know He can do the same for you. Let's just stand in His presence. When we come to a God, we can allow exchanges to take place. And we can be amazed at how good our God is. His peace truly does surpass all understanding. He is a good God. And we can trust Him. And in this season, we are reminded that God is all about the exchange. We are reminded that He sent Jesus, baby Jesus, the hope of the world. His exchange, His gift opened the possibility for our exchange. Be encouraged today. He is the God who welcomes exchanges. And this morning, if you need the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. If there's things that you're saying, God, I've got these, I've got these thoughts. I'm anxious about this situation. I'm anxious about this situation with my child or my family. Lord God, right now, I need to make that exchange. I need to mirror your peace and your calm and your rest right now. I just would love for you to raise your hands in this place because I want to pray for you because the peace of God is here. The miraculous power of God is here in this place because it's who He is. 
And right now we are coming as a body of believers who worship, who know You, who trust in You. Lord God, I just declare over the families that are represented here, I just declare for the people that are raising their hands that right now Your supernatural peace will come and touch people's hearts and minds. Lord God, let those fears Let those fears be gone in the name of Jesus. I declare the supernatural power of God right now. Lord God, I just declare that if the enemy has been trying to put fear on people's hearts and lives, I break his words, I break his fears, I break his tactics in the name of Jesus and declare the power of God over their hearts and their minds. Lord God, right now, your peace to surpass all understanding. And Lord God, we exchange right now those things. And we mirror who you are in our hearts and our lives because you are a good God. And we thank you and we honour you this morning. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, just before we finish, I, I think it's, it's really important. What a, what a beautiful message, right? God's a God of exchange. I, I think one of the most important things that we maybe sometimes need to be reminded of when we've been Christians for a bit, that ultimate first exchange. We were once separated from God and now we're known as sons and daughters. We were once separated, but there was an exchange. Took our loneliness, took our sin and gave us Jesus. Now, if you don't know Jesus in this place this morning, you're watching online now or at a later time, I want to encourage you. God is all about exchanges. He wants to take all those things in your heart, that, you know, those, those inner things you're like, if, if people only knew, God knows and He still wants to exchange. He wants to exchange all of those things for the hope of Jesus, the salvation of Jesus. If that's you today, we're going to pray a prayer in a moment. The whole church is going to join us in praying. But a prayer of accepting Jesus, a prayer of turning from our ways and following Him. If you're online, if you're in the room, why don't we pray pray this prayer? Dear God, I thank you that you sent Jesus. He went to the cross, to the grave, and rose again on the third day. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that that is the truth. From this day on, I turn from my ways and I choose to follow you. Forgive me of my sin. I know that now I'm made whole in Jesus' name. Amen. We pray that that message was a blessing to you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, first of all, congratulations. We think that that is incredible. And secondly, if you go to gc.org.au forward slash first steps, our team has put together some resources as well as there's some information there for how you can get in contact with one of our pastors because we'd love to encourage you and connect you into the life of the church.